0: And I'm Noelle. And you're listening to More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your
1: typical true crime podcast. Join us for a weekly tour on the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our freaky Fridays.
0: Hello! Hello! Welcome back, all. Yes, welcome back, everyone. We have a true crime story for y'all today. We all know you were itching for it. And, of course, in true More Than Murder fashion, it's a serial killer. Of course. I mean, come on. What do you want? (laughs) That's what you want. Yep. Now, for me, he wasn't the best well-known. I mean, it's not someone that I, you know, Googled a lot or looked up a lot or really knew. Yeah, I only knew him from hearing from their
1: podcasts. Yeah, I I
0: don't even think... Maybe. Maybe I did. Because some do like segmented podcasts, but mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard like a full episode on this dude either.
1: Um, the Serial Killer podcast with the guy from like Norway or whatever he was, remember? Okay, yep, yep. He had literally like eight eight episodes on Richard Kuklinski. Jesus. I'm good like, Lord. what the heck? But he goes into very see that's in the thing. depth details. He
0: must have really good researchers because oh, right, there's not a lot on this guy. Yeah. Even just like. The one murder, it was just like, he killed him. Uh, That's literally all it said. Yeah, it didn't the go heck? into detail. Nothing. Poor guy, so. poor victim. Well, yeah, of course, but <laughs> I speculate. I'm good at that. Sure. So anyway, yes, our dude is the Iceman. That's what he was donned anyway. Mm-hmm. But his real life name, real life name, his real name is Richard Kuklinski. Richard Kuklinski. And typing that is not easy. No. No. So if I say it wrong, it's because I fucking typed it wrong. Kuklinski, Kuklinski, Kuklinski. So, yeah, let's jump right in. All right. He was born April 11th in 1935, and he lived in New Jersey. Oh, he was a Jersey boy. He was. I wrote this, Father Stanley, Mother Anna. (laughs) It's like, fuck it, right? We don't need to know too much because his dad sucked yep so of course tale is old as time his father was an abusive alcoholic I was gonna say he was was a drunk abusive person yes and he was known to abuse his wife and four children of course so they all got this man's anger you know and I guess early in Kuklinski's life his father actually abandoned the family and he'd like return only periodically of course always drunk and always yes right back to the abusive behavior yep
1: That's, yeah, a lot of times what they do, now they left the wife high and dry, you gotta figure it out. Yes. I'll be back when I'm back.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, 100%, and he's not even gonna be a good guy then, you know, Mm -hmm. he's gonna be drunk, he's probably gonna come back because he needs a place to lay. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And a a person
0: to lay. Yeah, literally, Yeah. 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 So, Kuklinski was not the only one of his siblings who was known for murder, right. Hey, according to Wikipedia, his brother Joseph was convicted in 1970 of sexual abuse and murder of a 12-year-old girl. Oh my god. Now apparently like after he abused the poor girl, he just like threw her off the roof of a five-story building. Oh lord. Yeah, he must have taken her up there to the abuse and then just Oh yeah, my god. Discarded. Yeah, it's awful. It's it's yeah, it's bad. It's bad. That's fucked. I think he probably got life. I don't know. I didn't look too much into, like, his sentencing and all that stuff. That's a different story for a different day. Yep. But I just wanted to let you know that Koklinski and his family, you know, that violence, that that tendency was, was not just running through him. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Koklinski was around violence, watched the way his mother was treated. So, if you cannot tell, he's probably not going to be a good dude. When he gets old enough, he marries a woman named Linda. Hmm. Now, there wasn't a lot on this marriage. They said that she was a bit older than him, but mm-hmm. it fizzles out. They just, it doesn't last long. There's not a lot. So, wife two is the one that's pretty notable, and she actually stays with him up until he's like incarcerated mm-hmm. and all that bullshit. So, in 1961, he meets wife number two, and her name was Barbara P- P- Pedrisi. Sorry that mixed in my head Mm -hmm. and i think they worked together and that's how they met they ended up having two daughters and a son but yeah we'll get back into the rocky marriage after he does some things of course oh of course yeah because he's he's violent yeah we'll get into that Mm -hmm. so also in the 60s kuklinski obtained a job at a manhattan film lab and this offered him access to many, like, master copies of films. hmm And naturally, because he had these, he's like, well, I'm going to make copies, and I'm going to make a ton of fucking money. Of course. A little con, con man. Man. Why not? He's a, he's a con man. <laughs> and, yeah, he usually did, like, the uh, the hot new movies, and he started out with, like, the animated Disney films, because, I mean, those were making a fucking boo buck oh, back yeah. in the day. But that doesn't last long, and he quickly moves into the harder stuff. A.K.A. pornography. (laughs) Of course. I mean, duh. You're going to get way more money, apparently. Uh Uh-huh. So, this side hustle... This side hustle will actually introduce Kuklinski to some of his future victims. Wow. He uses it to his advantage. He sure does. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drinky, drinky. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... Yes, he's going to get introduced to some of his victims through this side business. Now, Kuklinski must have been pretty good at keeping this risky business hush-hush because he was never arrested for it. Wow. He was, however, arrested for passing a bad check. (laughs) Yeah. Way to blow it. I know, I know. A fucking bad check. And I don't know if, I don't think they arrest you the first time. Really? Maybe they do, but I feel like, Because I've been to those places that are like, we will not accept checks from this person. Yeah. So I think maybe it was a huge amount, though. Like, maybe he paid, like, for a house with a bad check. Like, something like that. that. I don't know. But also, like, it says that... Yeah, I don't think they'd arrest
1: you the first time either. Because, I mean, people make mistakes. Yeah.
0: I don't know. It might have been, like, a bigger amount. But also, like, he was booked and fingerprinted. Never served time because he offered to pay the money back. So maybe he wasn't a big, I don't know. This guy is coming into a lot of money, but... Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if it was how that works. Yeah. Yeah, he passed a bad check and that's what got him. But, of course, he's a free man still. Now, the behavior of Kuklinski starts to really tick up and he starts killing at this point. Oh, wow. That didn't take long. No. Some of these, I mean, it kind of does because you know he he was doing the bootleg for a while and then like he kind of in like the 80s it kind of ticked into murder well it's just what i'm saying though is like it's such a
1: jump it it wasn't like he had to ask like he didn't have like an escalation period like
0: literally he went from bootleg to fucking murder well it's it's crazy crazy. It's, it's for money Because we are going to get into it. Yep. Now, some of these seem like more of a money motivation, and others, like, of his victims are more, like, taking out witnesses type deal. Okay? So, I am only covering five murders, if there are more. They weren't written in my article. I'm using Wikipedia and a couple other ones, like Britannica and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, he does say at the end, you know, we'll get into that. But I'm only covering the five. And yeah. these are the ones that he was charged for. Yeah. Well. That have been proven to be so. We'll get into that, too. Anyway. So, yes, his first victim was George Malibrand, and the murder occurred on January 30th of 1980. George was interested, of course, in pornography videos, and he knew Kuklinski... Would sell them to him. So Mm -hmm. the two met to make the deal, probably in some sketchy motherfucking alley or you (laughs) know some front business, which we will get into that. And yeah, apparently Malibran had a fat lot of cash Mm -hmm. on him. I don't know why he would have this much on him. I don't know if like that's how much he thought the sale was gonna be, but also if the sale's just gonna be that much, why kill the guy? I don't know, but this guy had $27,000 on him when he showed up. Well, oh, that's a dumb thing. They get dumber. Like, really? They get dumber. And obviously, Kuklinski was like, I need that money. So he decided to shoot Malibrand five times. Okay. Yes. After the murder, he disposes of the body. I guess he cut the tendons in his legs so that the body could fit into a 55-gallon drum. Mm. Yeah yuck and then he dumps the drum near a chemical plant in new jersey or in jersey city sorry Um. and now this wasn't a great hiding spot because the remains were found only a few days later on february 5th of 1980 (gasps) Mm -hmm. literally like hidden in plain sight i don't know if he was cocky or what but yeah he was just like fuck it the next murder occurred in april of 1982 51-year-old pharmacist, Paul Hoffman. <laughs> yeah, this guy is kind of garbage, too. Sorry. Rest in peace. But he was up to... These people are up to, to bad things sometimes, yeah, you know? Yeah,
1: it seems like he's killing people that really are kind of seedy. A li- they're but a anyway. little... This, I
0: mean, listen to this guy, okay? So, he was a pharmacist, and he apparently frequented a place called The Store, And it was like a front business, like if you watch the show Weeds, they have like their front business, and then in the back, that's where they're doing all their illegal shit. Uh So in the back of this store was an illegal store, so it had stolen merchandise, guns, prescription pills, anything that you wanted to get, basically. And Hoffman, I guess, had shown interest in obtaining stolen prescription drugs, which he planned to sell at his pharmacy. So, he was going to get these drugs. Who knows where they're procured, Uh. and if they're even legit, it was like, (sighs) the drug was something for, like, inflammation. Oh, God, I don't remember. Something about inflammation, and his patients probably need that shit to live. Yeah, I'd say. You know? So, he just wanted to make a buck, so he was buying these drugs on the black market and then selling them in his fucking pharmacy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. rest in peace, but that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess at the store, in quotes, was where Hoffman met Kuklinski, and obviously this isn't going to work out in his favor. He asked Kuklinski if he could get him the drugs, and quickly the two were set up a, another point of sale. You know, he's like, oh yeah, sure, I can get you all you need. Hoffman... Was last seen with twenty two thousand dollars in cash, and he was on his way to meet Kuklinski. Why? Why are they? Uh, uh,
1: how do they have this much money on them? I mean, because of what they do.
0: Well, I guess it could be too. This is like the eighties, and like people weren't carrying like credit cards regularly at that yeah, time. it's all cash. Usually. So maybe they just yeah, maybe they were wealthier people. Wealthy people do like some sneaky stuff,
1: guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> saying. Money so, and power gets you a lot of places. Yeah, so maybe, maybe. Uh Yeah. So, so yeah, that was the last time he was seen. I guess, you know, they didn't really know it was Kuklinski until, you know, he, he admitted the murder after he was caught and he told mm-hmm. them that the, it, it occurred on April 29th of 1982. Which, that sucks. It sucks sometimes like that a lot of this information isn't found out until the person is caught. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't know this last person's last day. You don't know anything about... Ugh, it's awful. hmm So, the Wikipedia page, not sure what the cause of death was in the murder. I think speculation that he was probably shot, like, the first murder. It seems like these ones are more, like, gunshot wound types. We'll get back into that. But, um, but yeah. So, now we're going to get into Kuklinski's personal life again real quick mm. and his marriage. So, during this time, his wife claimed that his behavior would kind of alternate. It was either a good Richie or a bad Richie. <laughs> and, of course, bad Richie was not someone you wanted to be married mm. to. He had violent tendencies, fits of rage. He'd just throw shit. And then he would also be known to just kind of leave for a few days, not come home, and then he would just show up again. But like his dad. Like his dad did to his yeah. mom, and he would have like big wads of cash. Yeah. He was giving his family such a lavish, like, like lavish lifestyle, uh-huh. and just putting on like Mister Popularity to like the neighbors and stuff. So the wife is a little suspicious. She's like, you know, there's probably some legal business, illegal business going on. But apparently they had, like, a don't ask, don't tell fucking relationship, and she was just like, I'm staying out of it. Wow. I I feel like it was probably out of fear. Yeah, she probably... You don't talk to a man like that, and you don't kind of come and confront him about things, because it's not going to end well for you. And maybe she was just like, all right, I don't want to get abused today.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I can kind of see it. Especially with him already being violent. Uh-huh, exactly. So... She decided to ignore that, but their marriage is not good from the frickin' start. Uh-huh. Now, in December of 1982, Kuklinski murders Gary Smith. This murder is slightly different than the first two. I guess Kuklinski had, like, a burglary ring, and the way I understood it was they would, like, rob, this, like, rob people, and then they would sell the stuff for money, of course, yeah. contraband, all that. So, in this group was Gary Smith. Percy House, Barb Deppner, and Daniel Deppner. Now, I don't know if the Deppners are married or if they're, like, brother and sister. It didn't really yeah. get into that, but uh, I had to literally type out their names because there's two fucking Deppners. <sighs> what the fuck? Yeah, literally, I'm like, Daniel, because I can't just say Depner because it's like, which one? I know. Ugh. So, I don't know if, like, Kiklinski was the head of it and then these guys were like the people he sent out to kind of do the robberies mm-hmm. Maybe right. yeah, exactly yep and then he would run the store and like sell the shit but that's that's how it made sense in my brain
1: yeah
0: but to get back on track uh this group was getting really hot the police were like there's something going on here they started following people around and they're definitely on the radar so quickly percy house is arrested Kuklinski decided that he's like, I need to protect myself and I need to figure out a plan. So once he finds out that there's also warrants for Daniel Deppner and Gary Smith, he puts the two up in a motel, basically getting them out of Dodge. And he says, do not leave. You lay low here. You are not to leave. We're keeping you safe hey what happen. He's, he's getting fucking scared he's getting scared so smith doesn't really follow these directions of course not no i guess he like and i in we'll the, the cop think he
1: would in the article you mean kuklinski oh yeah what yeah
0: <laughs> i mean the in the article i read it was like he went to like his daughter's birthday party so it's like i'd go to my daughter's birthday party but who knows not if Richard
1: Kuklinski says stay. Yeah,
0: I know for real. Yeah, you, you fucking stay. I'm staying. He's a big dude. Yeah, big scary dude. So yeah, he doesn't follow it. And yes, Noel, can you guess what happens next? Oh, I'm sure he. He got wet. Whack him. He yeah. got wet. Yeah. So I guess Kuklinski speaks with Percy House, who is incarcerated at this time. So, I don't know if, like, he probably, like, maybe he had to go in and visit him to have these conversations. Huh. Okay. You can't have it over phone, and you can't have it in a letter. No, they would not allow that. Your ass is getting fucking censored, off. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, that's what it said, and he speaks with Percy House, and then he speaks with Daniel Deppner, and they decide, of course, the decided action is to murder Gary Smith. Of course. Now, Koklinski doesn't act alone. With the help of Daniel Deppner, they feed Smith a burger, which l- was laced with cyanide. Ugh. Now, if the poison...
1: Now, f- you said Daniel Deppner's the son of the whole family, or is he the dad in the family? Wait, what do you mean? The Deppner saying? family. You talked about the no, family. No, I don't know
0: if they're related. That's the thing. I don't know if... Uh, if Because there's Daniel Deppner, and then there's Barb Deppner. Uh, Deppner. Hold on. I gotta find it, because it's it's either... Is it Barb? Yes, Barb Deppner and Daniel Deppner. I said I don't know if they're married or if they're siblings. Yeah. That's all I know. So oh, okay, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Um, they're just they're there. They could have been married. I don't think any of these people were too young. Young. I think they were like you know healthy Real adult ages. men. Yeah. yeah, or even like twenties. But uh, but yeah, yeah. So, uh. With the help of Daniel Deppner, they feed Smith a burger which is laced with cyanide. Now, if the poisoning wasn't enough, I guess Deppner also decided to strangle Smith with a lamp cord. Okay. Because overkill. Over fucking kill. I have it Why literally not? written right here. You know, I you're already cyanide in the movies is literally the skull and crossbones because I it's know. like this is death. Yeah. What the fuck more do yeah. you need? You know. Yeah. So yeah they originally had planned after the murder to transport and dispose of the body since they're still in this fucking motel yeah you know they' that's where, where they're gonna hide it there well apparently Deborah Deppner never showed with the car I don't know if she started panicking and was like all right I'm kind of out of here and the, never the only showed
1: person up. left or didn't even show up that's hilarious
0: yep 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 so I guess they just like hid the body under the bed and checked out. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And it gets worse. It took a little while to discover the remains, apparently. I guess they were still renting out the room. In a motel, they're just surface cleaning, I'm betting you, so I doubt they looked under the bed. They're supposed to be vacuuming and shit. They're probably just doing the surface stuff. People see. Because in a motel, you have, like, that skirting yeah. that's under the bed. I doubt they changed that because it's a pruning in the ass. We're talking motel here, not a hotel. It's probably a cheap one, too. Um... They probably just do the surface cleaning, change the top covers, change the top and then bam. So they were renting the room out to people. People are like fucking reeks in here. What the fuck is this stuff? Well, that, and it's like a putrid. fridge that
1: one day when we went to Indiana. Oh, it's <laughs> <is> so <laughs> And that was bearded. That our was fucking bearded. Nasty all whole food subs or wraps or whatever they were.
0: We literally said it when we were leaving. We we're like, "Oh, she's gonna hate us. This well, room stinks."
1: Even when we went into that restaurant, we were like, "It does not smell good in here. Like, I hope the food tastes better than it smells."
0: Well, I don't even know why we were like, "Let's take this with us," because we barely ate it anyway. I know. I think we were probably being like just nice people. Like, oh, okay, I think you so. Don't I take think it. it yeah. Like, no, it wasn't even. It's was awful. Yeah, no. They had a good menu, it looked like, but the food just wasn't,
1: Mm-mm. no, Mm-mm. no.
0: So, yes, yeah, stinky Lanson. stinky hotel and motel rooms. And we're fucking going on the elevator carrying that nasty, stinky shit. And we're like, don't let anybody be oh on this elevator. Oh, my God, it was so Don't funny. let anybody be
1: on this elevator. We are trying to dispose of it. That's hilarious. Uh, We, like, even were nice and went all the
0: way outside uh, to throw it away. Yeah, we went to the dumpster area. Like, we chucked that thing. Yep. But we're just, like, so nervous. Like, oh, my God, someone's going to fucking smell this. This is disgusting. And we're geeking. We're laughing so hard on the way down. Oh, my God, it was hilarious. Oh, God. That was a fun trip. We saw a penis-shaped cloud. Yes, that was fun. That's (laughs) right. That's right. Oh, God. Girl's trap. (laughs) So, yes. Okay, so... The body is in the room. They're renting the room out. People are, like, complaining, but I guess they never, like, check, check, check. Oh, come on. It takes a little while. What I don't think it takes, like, that long. It's probably, like, a week. That's a long time of people saying No, I get like it, but, but sometimes people could be like, oh, my God, how long is it? Like, a month? Like, no, I don't think it was, like, you know, extended out that long to where the body it was, like, putrefied and bone, ugh. you know? I think, ugh, sorry. Ugh. Decomp is very disgusting stinky yeah and oozy yeah yeah well it's a beautiful thing too yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so that's how i'm gonna go out at the body farm (laughs) (laughs) so yeah once they started checking the room they looked under the bed they found the body of gary smith Mm -hmm. okay now our next victim is daniel deppner
1: Oh yes, that's right.
0: I mean it. uh, Yeah, it's eh. yeah. Yeah, makes sense. So this murder occurred shortly after Gary Smith, and it seemed like Klinsky was like afraid that other people were gonna start talking. And in particular, Daniel Deppner knew a lot at this point. Oh, well, yeah, sure. He helped uh, with a murder. He's your accomplice. He, yeah. I mean. Yeah. So he could easily be like, no, he's a big man, and he scared me, and, and just start talking, and then Kuklinski's fucked. Uh-huh. It's already going to be fucked anyway, but still. So naturally, he's like, yes, you're the next target. <laughs> now, with the murder of Gary Smith out of the way... I guess Daniel was, of course, moved to a different location. Can't stay in the stinky hotel room. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't... This part's weird. So Kuklinski took him to an apartment which was owned by Richard Patterson. And apparently Patterson was engaged to Kuklinski's daughter. Huh. Okay? All right. I, in my research, could not find their dealings together. Yeah. It seems like he knows maybe some things. But he's kept in the dark about other things. So I don't know how much, like, involvement this Patterson guy has. He
1: might have literally
0: just been giving him a place to stay. Exactly, exactly. And we'll get into that because with the murder and everything, yeah. So the date for this murder is kind of up in the air. It's said to have been committed sometime between February and May of 1983. Oh my God, that is really up in the air. And we'll get into why it's up in the air and why this one was kind of hard to kind of analyze by the medical examiners because, holy shit. Uh, Yeah, so once the act itself was completed, I think it was probably cyanide again, Uh but we'll get into that. He's like, I need to dispose of this body and now I don't have any help. So he calls Patterson, okay, and he weaves a story for Patterson, basically stating that Deppner is like a troubled kid, he's running from the law, and, you know, he's wanted, so apparently he tells him that someone else came in and murdered this boy because he had some run-ins with the law, okay? So someone else is trying to take him out, which, duh, you're trying to take him out.
1: It's in your hotel room. How did this other person even get in
0: there? Well, no, it's the house, and uh, Kuklinski had keys. So he, he, like, Deppner's not allowed to leave. So Kuklinski's probably coming to, like, bring him rations and food and things like that and talk with him or Mm -hmm. something, let him know what's going on. And maybe they kept up this ruse for a little while. But yeah, he lies to Patterson. He's like, you know, I got here and he was just murdered. He was just murdered on the floor. And that was a way that, you know, he could explain the blood puddle and all of this that was on the carpet. Mm -hmm. Fucking dumbass. I guess there was blood. Maybe. I don't know how this dude died then. Because the medical examiner doesn't give me any information. Maybe he got shot too. Anyway. So Patterson is like, okay, I'm going to help you dump this body. And we're not going to tell anybody. Liar. Fucking, yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't know how much he knows, you know? Because it's like, I I don't know. Did he make up this story? Like, oh, yeah, he came in and he was just like, oh, my God, someone killed him. And fucking, yeah. So they wrap the body in green garbage bags and then they decide to dump it down a wooded road. The body is discovered on May 14th, 1983 by a bicyclist. Mm Mm-hmm. either a runner or a bicyclist Uh stay in your homes kids (laughs) so i okay this part is graphic oh did Uh i tell you guys this is a graphic and explicit episode (laughs) viewer discretion advised listener discretion advised oops (laughs) fuck i don't write it i don't say it that's you said it
1: before the part that is really graphic so. so
0: yeah so i guess when the remains were found all you could see was garbage bags but it's surrounded by vultures oh no these vultures have been eating yep the remains oh no yeah so of course due to this cause of death is hard to determine i would say yeah Now, they did have some theories. They believed it could have been cyanide, as I guess there were some pinkish spots still, like, on the skin. And I guess that's something that can kind of happen when you're poisoned by cyanide. But they just couldn't say it definitively. There was also strangulation marks, but they said that there was nothing defensive. So they thought that the poison was the factor and then the strangulation was afterwards. Because a healthy male if you're just coming at them trying to strangle them, they're going to kind of fight back and there might be some defensive wounds. So it seems like he was incapacitated. Incapacitated. There's no M in that, girlfriend. Uh, Yeah. So, not great. Nope. Not great. Also, hmm, apparently the remains were left um, or found only Three miles from a ranch which Koklinski was known to frequent with his family. Oh, wow. So he's leaving them kind of close to areas, yeah. like he's picking areas he knows. He's like, oh, oh that's secluded. We go there every week and go horseback riding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's gross. He's <laughs> fucking <laughs> gross. Oh, I'm sweating now. I think it's when <laughs> you're doing your own episode. Because, guys, we just recorded her episode and I don't we, know. it's. Warm in here. I'm still sweating. And I was fine, and <laughs> I'm like, whew, yeah, I'm getting sweaty. Mm. Yes. So the last murder that we are going to cover, this is the one that seals Kuklinski's fate. Okay. 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 Now we're gonna go back in time a little bit. Okay. So the this this is the murder of Louis masque masque Sorry if I say that wrong. It's literally spelled masque On September 25th, 1983. A body was discovered in Orangetown, New York. Okay? Mm. The cause of death was a bullet wound to the back of the head. Okay. It was soon discovered that it was Louis Masgay who disappeared two hours earlier, two hours, two years earlier in 1981. So most of his remains are being found pretty quickly. This guy was missing for 2 years before he was discovered. Yeah. Now, it's not due to good hiding, we do not think. Kuklinski of course killed Masqué and he killed him for the same reason he killed Hoffman and Malibrand. Money. Mhm. <laughs> I don't get this part. So Kuklinski was to sell Masqué blank videotape cassettes?
1: Okay.
0: Now, I don't feel like those would have been hard to find. But I guess I lived in the 90s and we had like a videotape, like a video camera. Maybe it was more known at that time and it was just easier to get. Yeah.
1: I don't know. That is weird.
0: Because it said blank. And I was like, blank? Wouldn't he want like dirty, naughty nuns? No, so he can film his own. Yeah, that's probably true too. But I just figured it would be. I just figured it would be easy to get something like that. Yeah. But it's also the 80s, so maybe they weren't as prevalent. It wasn't as easy to get. (laughs) So. Like the others, Maske arrives with ninety-five thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! Where are they getting this money? And of course he's killed. He wait, shoots him in the $95, head. Ninety five thousand dollars for blank videos. Ninety-six thousand. Like what the hell? Damn, ninety-six thousand dollars. Holla. Yeah. Why,
1: why, wait, why? How many
0: videotapes were there? A billion, dude. It must have been this a billion. Ridiculous. I know. Like, I don't know why these guys have these large sums of money. Like, but why honestly, are they even paying $95,000 Well, no, I don't think they are.
1: fucking videotapes.
0: Because if they were just paying that amount, he wouldn't have to kill them.
1: So it would just be... Oh, right, so no, it right. was an
0: amount, and then they were coming they with wads of money, and then he's like, oh, shit. And I guess it was like, I think this guy, like, the money was in his van, or one of them had the money in their van, and so I guess maybe they opened the door to do the exchange or they did the exchange in the van. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. That's the... He wants the money. Good. He wants the money, honey. Now, this... He strays a little bit and he does something different. Apparently, after the murder, Kuklinski uh, placed Maske's body in a freezer until he was able to dispose of it. So I don't know if he... Because I feel like he would have had. Well, I guess it was eighty-one, so this really could have been his first murder that he's charged with. Yeah, I was gonna say because because we the second one in is time. eighty-two. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, maybe he just didn't have his disposal method at this point. He didn't really have a disposal method. He was kind of doing different things. Yeah. Uh, just but yeah, him wherever. Yep. So this body was kept in a freezer. Now, he did not. It was a while before he dumped this body. And the reason they believe this, you know, he literally was dumped like two years after he was killed. Mm -hmm. The medical examiner saw that there were still ice crystals on the remains. So it was like he had recently been thawed. Oh, that's awful. That's fucking awful. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. So we can keep like, people keep like (laughs) dead animals in their freezers. Yeah. Don't keep a dead human, please. Yeah. Nope. (laughs) No, there's no reason for that. So, yeah. I guess Maske was also still wearing the clothes, which he was reported missing in. Uh So it shows that he didn't, you know, he wasn't really captured or any, like, for a long time alive. I I think it pretty much showed that he died when he went missing. Yeah. Now, this discovery is what awarded Klicklinski Klicklinski, the (laughs) moniker The Iceman. And, of course, the press ran wild with this. They're, like, mm-hmm. finding bodies. One of them was partially frozen. And they're just like, yeah, the Iceman is at large. And, yeah, scaring people. Yeah? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, now Kuklinski is on the police radar, as all five victims were reportedly last seen with Kuklinski, it didn't take long. He was only really, I mean, he did these killings in a span of a few years. Yeah. And the first one was even like the brother was like, oh, yeah, no, he went, to, he went to meet this guy, you know, to get. Some of the other ones might have kept it a little more hush-hush because it's like you're going there to buy pornography. Who knows how comfortable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they end up finding out that they all were to meet with Koklinski And to get enough evidence on him, they decide to set up a task force called operation iceman okay yeah. yep yep punk rock now we're gonna bring in special agent dominic Polifrone. he's a fucking badass so you had a dominic and i had a dominique i know right okay and i don't see like Polifrone. that was weird i was just like oh you don't see that often mm-hmm. uh but yeah no for once we got an agent and a cop and he's a fucking badass motherfucker okay anyway, yeah. i know dude He fucking, yeah. So, he decides that he's going to go undercover for 18 months in order to get close to Kiklinski and collect information that he needs. Oh, wow. He's also going to try to get some fucking recorded conversations to really fucking get this guy. Mm -hmm. Okay? So after some time, he, you know, going through the correct channels, he's not just automatically going to meet Kuklinski and it's going to be perfect. You know, he meets this guy and then this guy says, oh, where can I get this? And he's like, Kuklinski. And then they, you know, all that. So once they do meet Kuklinski, uh, sorry hmm Oh, okay, okay. I was in the middle of that weird sentence. <laughs> so, Polifron is able to get close to Kuklinski finally, and he even purchased a handgun silencer from him, and this solidifies the trust. It's like, all right, you're a good dude. You're not going to fuck me over. Like, you just did something illegal with me. Yeah, of course. We're tight oh, brothers, that's, that's, you know? That's what it means, yeah. <laughs> Bro. So, <laughs> yeah. Now, the whole time he's undercover, of course... Special Agent Polifrone is wired the fuck up. Oh, yeah. He got shit all over him. You wearing wire? Yes, he Mm -hmm. is. And these recordings will pay off. He's able to get recordings of Kuklinski speaking about a body, which he kept in the freezer for two years, and that he liked using cyanide in his murders as it was cleaner. Good Lord. Yeah. Just give it all away. Yeah. I guess there was even a recorded conversation about how Kuklinski murdered Gary Smith with the cyanide burger. So he's getting some details. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's yep. getting some confessions. Yeah he, Confession. yeah. he literally wrote here, so polyphron has a treasure trove of confessions. Yeah. And he sure he's does. like, all right, this is probably enough. I probably have enough. Let's start the end game. Okay? Yeah, end game. So the end game is basically Kuklinski and polyphron are chatting. And he's like, hey, can you find me any cyanide? And polyphron's like fuck yeah i'm an illegal guy i'm a criminal mm-hmm. that's how i'd I be undercover is. i'd be awful <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> i'd be like uh yes, yeah That's me <laughs> yeah wait what does that look like mm-hmm. so yeah he says sure but he's like but i need you to use that cyanide to murder someone i know okay so they're setting up a hit yep and I mean, duh, that's like fair trade and illegal business. Right, sure. And <laughs> yeah. So the two decide to meet up for the exchange on December 17th, 1986. And it doesn't. Go Go very well. Very well for Kuklinski. Oh, good. You go opposite. I don't know if Kuklinski didn't fully trust Polifrone, or maybe he just didn't want to, like, go into this murder and have gotten dud cyanide from somebody, (sighs) and it doesn't go through. So (sighs) he decides to test it on a stray dog. Now, obviously, Polifrone is a cop. And he's not giving this guy real cyanide.
1: Okay. Yeah. So,
0: the dog survives. Okay, good, But yeah. it, ticks, it tips off Kuklinski, and he's kind of like, mm, maybe I shouldn't do this murder anymore. Yeah. I just got false fucking cyanide. You know, which, quite honestly, sometimes people send, they sell stuff counterfeit shit. They're shitty people. Yeah. They're shitty people who are doing shitty things, and, you know, they're giving people... You might as well just count on it being fake shit. correct. Yeah. Exactly. So I think, that, I think that's more of the reason because he's like, I didn't procure this cyanide myself, so I want to make sure it works. Mm-hmm. But luckily for the dog, it didn't fucking work. Yep. So Koklinski's like sketched out. He's like, alright, I am probably not going to do this murder. Maybe not a good idea for me. And he decides to just go home. Yeah, he just goes home. Yeah, he's just like, alright, peace out. See ya. Uh, I guess a few hours later, him and his wife Oh, boy. Barb. 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 Are, uh, they're out for a drive. So they're driving around. I don't know why they went out, but probably normal shit. Or they were just like, I love you, let's take a Sunday drive. Uh-huh. And they're quickly stopped at a roadblock. Now, the cops are fucking mm. smart. They're not about to be like, sure, let this guy fucking get out. Mm. Especially after that, they're probably like, oh, shit, we got to act fast because he's fucking, he probably thinks polyphrone is not legit. Like, they're probably fucking let's do this right so in this roadblock is when kuklinski is arrested during their arrest they also found a firearm and i guess they arrested his, his wife for disorderly conduct um or no 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 no. it wasn't it was like uh ah, oh, fuck Fucking fuck, fuck. I don't want to get this wrong. I'm going to get it wrong. Obstruction of justice. That's uh, the one. Because she, she was kind of, police. Not really that, but, or no. It was basically like she was fighting them so, like, they wouldn't arrest him. They were, she was trying to, like, get in the way of, like, him being arrested. Yeah. So she was, you know, obstructing justice. Just let them put the handcuffs on. But I guess she also got a weapons charge because there was a weapon in the vehicle. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. She put up a fight. I don't know why. Just...
1: Let him go. Let
0: him go. Yeah. You know? So after this, he is charged with five murders, six weapons violations, attempted murder, Jesus. robbery, and attempted robbery. Nice. Yeah. Great. the rap sheet. Laundry list there. Yep. They set his bail at $2 million. Wow. <laughs> yep. And basically, this is in hopes that he <laughs> won't be able to post bail and he won't be able to, like, Fly away somewhere.
1: Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of the people he knows have money if he wanted well, to get somebody to
0: pay it. Well, they also said, well, I guess, well, yes, but I think it was still that point that, like, $2 million is still a lot. No yeah. One's, no one's that much your friend. Yeah, true. You know, No one's going to bail you out for two No, no, exactly. They be... never get the money back. Fuck this. I'm rich enough to cover up that I don't know your ass. Exactly. So <laughs> You know, I'm not worried that much. Keith <laughs> Yeah. So he is gonna he's gonna stay in there. Now during the trial, former associates Percy House and Barb Deppner uh-huh. testified against Kalinski. which Kulinski. I mean, Kuklinski. <laughs> oh, I it. Damn it! <laughs> it was spelled right too. I just <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Kuk- yeah. Well, I thought it was. I thought it was Kulk. Kolkinski Kulk, or something like that? And then I was, like, reading it, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, Kuklinski. It's Kuklinski. Yep. Kuklinski. Good lord. <laughs> it's, got, it's like a, a... Polish or something. Yeah, or even like a... Yeah. So, they testify against him. They're like, fuck you. I'm not scared of you anymore. And they also, you know...
1: <laughs>
0: the prosecution had shit. They had oh. Agent Palafrone's many recordings. Nice. So basically, that is admittance. That's a confession. Like, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Zoe, finito. He was found guilty on March uh, in March of 1988. He conceived, conceived, received two <laughs> consecutive. <laughs> those two words were like in between a number yep, two. So I'm like conceived. Received. Yeah. yeah. He received two consecutive life sentences, which guaranteed he would not see life outside of prison. Nice. And they say that he would not have been eligible for parole until the age of 111. Wow. Even with appeals. So nice. So, they got the guy. Yep, they did. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely ain't making it that long. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hey, so, no. while in prison, on his life sentence, uh, I guess he gave many interviews. He There's even, like, a movie that was made out uh, about him. It's called The Iceman. Oh, yeah. And he just talked and talked and talked and they said a lot of this the stuff that he said was not accurate huh. you have that a lot though yeah. a lot of them boast and they want to be you know he's like yeah oh, but shit. how do they know it's not accurate because they did evidence the police tried to look they yeah. tried to look to see if they could find remains they tried to look to see if they could find anything to prove that he did these murders and they could not prove any of it but look so at in the their brain it was getting taken by vultures and shit yeah. Well yeah, but he was I mean, he wasn't that great at it. yeah, they still caught I mean, yeah. he was hiding them in plain sight <laughs> yeah. and then keeping them in his freezer. So that shows that maybe you know but he he stated he murdered over hundred people and he said he used methods such as ice picks, crossbows, grenades, and even a bomb, which he attached grenades. to a remote controlled toy. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah, not Seems a funny awfully denied. specific
1: too, so it sounds like it could be true.
0: Well, the thing is, is it sounds like a mob movie. You have a a trick that you need to get into, like, a bank to blow it up to get people. Like, it just sounds like, like, because he even said in an interview, he was asked a question or something, and he goes, and I think it was about the murders, he was, like, denying at the time, he goes, oh, they must read a lot of stories, because they're, like, making up this stuff. And it's like, who's really reading the stories? It just seems inflated. And yeah, like I said, evidence was never found to prove these claims. Uh, Palifron himself apparently said, you know, I could see up to fifteen. I could see him committing up to fifteen, but he doesn't. He doesn't think that a hundred is, you know. And I mean, he spent time with Kuklinski, so maybe he knows. Maybe they had conversations even more off the record. Who knows? Because everything probably wasn't put in court. But anyway, Richard Kuklinski died in 2006. He was 70 years old. And I guess it was listed as natural causes. Now, one of my resources... Some other things can cause natural causes to life. (laughs) Well, yeah. So let me pull up my sources, because one of these sources stated that his death was a little circumstantial. They weren't sure, because I guess he was supposed to testify against this big mob guy okay quite honestly i didn't want to bring the mob into my episode yeah nope you're fine by me mob you're cool (laughs) we're friends we're cool love you because yeah i'm not about to be here (laughs) being like remember no not gonna happen uh but yes let me see just so that i can definitely source them but yeah they said that it was a little weird why he died. Okay, so it wasn't this one. It must be Britannica.com. And yeah, they said that uh, they weren't sure. It could have been a little circumstantial.
1: Hmm. <laughs> yeah, like something triggered a natural cause to heaven, you know. He ingested something that gave him a heart attack or. Shit, it wasn't this one.
0: Was like it the that. other one? Maybe he ingested cyanide. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. So, it was crimemuseum.org. Mm-hmm, I like that site. Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. And basically, they said that, of course, he died at 70, but it was labeled suspicious mm-hmm. because apparently he was supposed to testify against a former mobster who had been tried for murder. So, the, he was like, mm-mm, fuck that. I'm taking you out before you can testify against me, and I'm not going to jail because you're already in jail. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. But I, he, might, he, he also had sicknesses, and he, you know... He wasn't healthy towards the end either. So who knows? It was either natural causes, which is on his death certificate, or hmm, might have been something else. Yeah, you know. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was something else. I could see it. I I don't actually know because I mean it's just so hard to know. And that's the thing is even like, you know, in my research. The mob stuff only came up when it was talking about people that he talked about killing. And it was like, you know, I killed Jimmy Hoffa. I killed this person. And it's like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, that's why I was like, all right, you know, you said it. Maybe it did happen. You yeah. Know? It, you lived in New Jersey. You probably you were close to New York City. Oh, yeah. There were murders in Orange Town, New York. You know, I'm not discounting it at all. Uh-huh. But who knows? Who knows? We'll never we know. We never will. We nope. never will know. We will never. Yeah. No, nope. He was a vile, vile man either way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it for this episode. I'm sweaty. I want to get out of here. Yeah. And fall asleep. It's so it's hot in here. It's so fucking <laughs> hot in here. I'm going to go like, I don't even know. Lay on your
1: floor in the kitchen. I
0: know, yeah. And where the is. And AC then there's is. just going to be like a sweat. I know. Sticky spot forever on my vinyl floors. All
1: right. Let's shout out everything. Uh,
0: So, yes. uh, We will see you next weekend. In the meantime, if you want more of your girls, please go follow us on all the socials. You can find us on Facebook at... More Than Murder. You can find us on Twitter at... More Than Underscore Murder. Yeah. And then you can also find us on Insta at... More Than Murder Pad. Yes. After that, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. J- yep, yep, go go do that. We'll
1: all that stuff. Yeah,
0: we'll do that. And then uh, leave us reviews, Apple reviews. We would really love it. We see all your Apple listeners. We're not asking you to, you know, do anything special and big and write a paragraph, but mm-hmm. just let us know what you think of the show, give us some stars. If you do that, we can give you some goodies. So If any of the
1: other apps you might listen on, like Castbox or anything like that, gives you the option, yeah, go ahead if you and do see it, it
0: Do it. Yeah. You know, even on Facebook, you can recommend it to your friends. very helpful. Share it out. Do those things. But we'll get you free goodie bags with MTM merch. And it's
1: a free way to help support us, too.
0: Exactly. So if you want that or you want to say hi, reach out for any reason. You can screenshot your review and send it to us. You can email us at the Gmail. More than murderpod at gmail.com. I was just stifling a burp. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. See you next time. Bye. Bye.